Welcome back to the 18th Century Podcast. I'm your host, CJ. So, today's episode is going to be a little different. I'm going off-topic a bit. Well, unscripted. This is my first unscripted episode, and if you go onto the blog post, none of what I'm really talking about will be on there. It'll just be the letters that I will uh, post on the blog. So, if you saw the title, you... uh, Yeah, you already read the title. What am I saying? The Culper Letters. Now, if you're not familiar with the uh, Culper Spy Ring, as this is referred to, the Culper Spy Ring is uh, America's first spy ring during the Revolutionary War. It is a very fascinating topic, and you might have become acquainted with it through the AMC show Turn, Washington Spies. And if you haven't watched the show, I suggest watching it. It's not exactly historically accurate, but it's still a very fun show, and it's a good way uh, to jump into the history. If you'd like to read a uh, book on the Culper spy ring, you, I suggest checking out uh, Brian Kilmeade, Clemid, and Don Yeager's book, uh, George Washington's Secret Six, The Spy Ring That Saved the American Revolution. It is a very interesting read, and they have some other books out. They jump a little more into the 18th century, but they are good writers. And it, it is a really fascinating topic. So today's episode, I'm going to be going over... Uh, I'm, I'm going to be reading three of the Culper letters. Now, Culper was Abraham Woodhall. And if you saw the show Turn, you, you'd know this. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to read three of the actual letters that Abraham Woodhull wrote. And I believe these three, let me pull them up quick, are addressed to Major Benjamin Talmadge, who was, uh, I believe he was his neighbor and a friend of his before the war broke out. And I haven't talked much in the 18th century podcast so far about the American Revolution but that's going to be kind of its own little mini-series down the road because that's just a large topic. Just like the uh, the French Revolution, I'm probably going to do like a little mini-series on the French Revolution too eventually. So if you hear me say um a lot in these off-scripted parts, my apologies. But uh, yeah, it's a very interesting topic. And I'm going to be reading three letters by... Uh, Samuel Culper, or Abraham Woodhall, and they are dated January 22nd, 1779, uh, July 9th, 1779, and um, July 15th, 1779. Sorry. So, very fascinating time period. Part way into the war, I'm getting these letters from founders.archives.gov, or it's also known as Founders Online, which is a part of the National Archives for the United States. And uh, these letters without the annotations are held within the public domain, since they're written before... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot what the public domain year is. With the annotations... They are copyrighted to, I believe, it is the University of Virginia. Yeah. Says, note the annotations to this document and any other modern editorial content are copyright. The uh, reactor uh, and visitors of the 
University of Virginia, all rights reserved. So I'm going to be skipping over the parts that the University of Virginia added to uh, these letters. But uh, one of the next upcoming episodes I'm going to make will probably be on 18th century spycraft, which we do see uh, spycraft come more into its own during the 18th century. And I think it's worthy of an episode all, all um, on itself. And what was the other thing? Oh, yes, I will be doing a episode coming up just a little news here off topic again but i will be doing an episode coming up on catherine the great because i kind of wanted to have it line up with hbo's release of their miniseries on catherine the great she had a very fascinating life so expect an episode within the next couple weeks on catherine the great uh that's it for that update a little off topic so yeah uh yeah, um, what I'd usually do by now is read, you know, the in the last part of the intro, and this is a fairly long intro. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to read the script for this episode and citations, which there isn't really going to be much of a script for this episode, but anyways, go to 18thcentury.home.blog, that's 18thcentury.home.blog, type the numbers, don't spell them. Uh, yeah, like I said, this is an unscripted episode. So let's get into it with the first letter. Enclosure. Samuel Culper to Major Benjamin Talmadge, number 7. January 22nd, 1779. Sir, your number 4 came to hand and observed the contents. Your approbation of my intelligence is highly pleasing to me. I shall use my best endeavors to serve you and think I am under good advantages to do it. I cannot give you any encouragement about making any incursion on L Island with small parties. I know not of any officer so detached from his corps that a small party might surprise him. I must inform you that continental money will not serve me. It is much lower here now than it was some time ago. It now sells for 15 pence. Uh, C. Priced. Current. C. Separate. The danger I apprehended of miscarriage mentioned in my last was owing to my friend's fear, the enemy lately being very strict, but hand been no disservice. As nothing martial transpired in the interim except the storm did some damage to the shipping the mail that arrived mentioned in the last brought nothing material that i could learn within few days have they had an opportunity of safely visiting almost every quarter of the enemy have had two agreeable tours with good company to king to kingsbridge spent some time at general tyrone's quarters and treated with respect. Tyrone said the war was almost at an end, and that peace would be made in Europe. I do not in the least doubt it, but two-month American independence will be acknowledged by Britain. I could not discover anything different from what I have 
heretofore informed you of expect the 44 uh, regiments in there and think now you have certainly got any account of every regiment of the two islands. I shall be twixt. Now the middle of March give you a new account of the general and regiment of three islands. The Cork fleet consisted of 28 ships, sailed under a convoy of the Maria frigate and the Nottingham East Indiamen, and about Christmas they were separated by a violent gale of wind, and have been ever since the ten instant con continually dropped in together with some ships from Halifax and some coming up from Staten Island that made it so difficult, although upon the spot I cannot certainly determine how uh, hath arrived, but fully believe they're missing perhaps eight or ten. They have such a supply of provision now that will not suffer. There is a fleet from England daily expected with near 5,000 barrels of flour, mostly private property which will all help to serve them that you need not have any hopes of starving them out now, the English papers say. The French and Spanish fleets have joined and gone against Gibraltar, uh, amounting to 75 sail, of the line and many other such favorable accounts there is about 40 or 50 troops with baggage and women that was left as guards at Hampstead and Jericho on their march to Southampton it is suspected there is an expedition on foot perhaps to make some light incursion into the country for to plunder we delay not expect the king's uh, speech shall forward in Assen as it arrives and wish it may be favorable. In the meantime, I remain your most obedient uh, servant, Samuel Culper. Enclosure Samuel Culper to Major Benjamin Talmadge, number 17, 20, July 9. 1779. Sir, it is now a long time since I have heard from you, and whether you mean to continue the correspondence, I cannot tell you of your coast so interrupted that's impracticable. Nevertheless, I have not neglected my duty, and determined to be prepared exactly at every appointment that forty may not be detained here. I yesterday had an opportunity of seeing Mr. Culper, Jr., and uh, repeated, Again, all my instructions ever received from you have, have keep no secret from him, and have consulted everything, and have determined to pursue every step that he may judge for advantage, and <clears throat> is determined asan. As I can communicate to him your authority for my engaging him, he will dis disengage himself from every other business which at present affords him a handsome living. He's allowed to be a person of good sense and judgment 
and his firmness and friendship towards our country. I do assure you, need not doubt, I have known him several years, and confident he is sincere, he is a sincere friend, and will be frugal of all monies he may receive, and hath undertaken it solely for to, for to be some advantage to our distrusted co distrusted country and have determined to forward you for the future weekly intelligence if possible as i have concluded to remain here as long as i possible can although i look upon myself all the time in danger for the sole purpose of advantage to our correspondence below is what intelligence i could gain from culpers jr it is but trifling, but he assured there's nothing more worthy of notice on the four ten sail arrived from Halifax under convoy of the Romulus of 44 guns with about 100 of the new-raced Scotch believe the Duke of Atholus. Atholus? Same day, ten sail sailed for Cork on the six ten sail of merchantmen from the West Indies brought nothing new, only that Admiral Byron was a uh, cruising for a reinforcement that was expected to join Count de Estange. On the 4, a packet arrived from Georgia with an account of General Prevost uh, being with his army 16 miles south of sea town on st john's island hardly anything is said about the enemy in that quarter he tells me the spirits of the enemy in general have much lower than henceforth or sometime gone that he uh heard a very noted refuge or refugee, say there would be certainly be a peace or a Spanish war in four weeks. The times gross worse within the enemy's lines, and protection for those called rebels is almost banished. In fact, refugees, they are let lo loss to plunder within and without their lines. Parties of them are hiding in the woods and laying wait for the unwary and ignorant to deceive them, putting on the character of people from your shore and have succeeded in their design too well, carried of ten or twelve men and stripped their houses lately from about twenty. The roads from here to ten is infested by them, and likewise the shores that makes our correspondence very dangerous and requires great care and a strict observance of the before-mentioned characters and circumstances that may tend to discover the scheme of raising a regiment of men by a draft of the militia of L. Island is not dropped nor put in practice. I with sorrow behold the smock of your towns, and very desirous to hear the event. From the report of guns in it is judged you may you made a desperate defense. Friends 
are all in health and wish for their deliverance, and in the interim, and your sincerely, Samuel Culper. N.B. Culper Jr. should be furnished with some money. I gave him four Joes on the eight instant. Enclosure. Samuel Culper to Benjamin Talmadge, 20, July 15, 1779. Sir, Mr. Culper Jr. informed me at our interview that Christopher... Dysink, sailmaker of 10, formerly chairman of the Committee of Mechanics, is almost um, is amongst you and is positively an agent for David Matthews, mayor of 10, under the direction of Tyron. He assisted Matthews, John uh, Rome, and others in effecting their escape. Mr. Culper Jr. wishes for some of that ink or stain that he may paint out his character to you. Don't fail to forward it immediately. And when you receive the history of his conduct, be very cautious how you handle it, for it, for if it should get to the above-mentioned person's ears, Culper Jr. tells me they would immediately suspect him. In the meantime, I would advise and is approved on by Culper Jr. obtain the mayor's signature and let a letter be wrote suitable for deception and let it be handed him by some person of good address praying his assistance to escape from the tyranny tyranny my apologies tyranny of Congress, which is the term used by the mayor, or something like this plan, I do not doubt, will have the desired effect. John Rome is secretary to Major General Jones. It is not in my power to favor you with mayor's signature at present. I am yours and and C period, I'm not sure what that abbreviation is, Samuel Culper. So if you noticed, I kind of stumbled through those letters because the writing style from that time period is, it takes a while to get used to, and I'm still getting used to uh, reading their writing style. Words were spelt differently during that time period, and it's kind of hard for our modern ears to, say, read or listen to. Well, yeah, it's difficult to read if you're not acquainted with this style of writing, which I am not very acquainted. And if you've been listening since episode one, I am learning along with you guys. So I'm still learning to read this, and I apologize for stumbling through this. But it is still interesting reading these letters. And I will put the letters on the blog. So, this will bring us towards the end of this episode, and we're sitting at about around 25 listeners right now, so I want to see this podcast keep growing, and I hope you want to see it keep growing too. So, if you'd like to help the show out, you know, share it, and please leave a review. Reviews really do help out the show. And, you know, I've been your host CJ, and thank you for listening to this episode of the 18th Century Podcast.